Hey, Rick, are you there? I'm here. Okay. So, Success Warriors, uh, I hope you're having a great day. This is King Inspires. Uh, I want to have a topic today about taking chances and reaching your goals and overcoming adversity. So what we have is I've invited a, a good friend of mine, Rick on, who I know personally, and also I used to work for with a previous company. You there? Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah. We had a little technical difficulties, but I'm, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of cut out. Um, okay, how you guys doing? My name's Rick. I'm happy to be uh, happy to be here. Happy to be part so, of this. So, Rick, what I wanted to, what I wanted to talk about is um, I knew um, you, took some, you took a chance and went back to school to pursue some goals, and I wanted to talk, talk about the risk in itself and what it took from you and the decision-making and how it affected your life um, and your family. So I, I want to get into that today. So uh, the first question I got for you is what would you say to people out there who are currently going through things and that they can't see a positive outcome to yet? Uh, what I would say to uh, anybody who's experiencing that or experienced what I did, or maybe you hit a glass ceiling, you, you've hit a glass ceiling in your current job and uh, you can't see the light of the tunnel and things seem bleak. Uh, I would say to you to uh, just evaluate all your options. And sometimes you have to take a step forward, a step backwards to take two steps forward. Sometimes you have to put life on hold and sometimes you have to, uh, you know, you really have to um, consider, you know, what's going on and where, where you're, where you're going. Uh, with my previous employer, my previous job, I was making decent money, but I was working 60, 65 hours a week. I'd hit a glass ceiling. I wasn't happy. I was, um, wasn't happy there. And um, I knew I had to do something to change that. And I, and I knew that school was always an option and I had the ability and, uh, in the time, and uh, I decided to just do it. Um, yeah. You also attended school while you were um, in the military as well at, at one point, correct? No, I never really had the chance to attend school when I was in the military. I, I uh, because uh, of the nature of my job and the, the types of uh, units that I was in, I, I just we didn't really have time. I mean, I was gone. I was either out in the woods or somewhere playing. Uh, <laughs> playing games for eight to 10 months out of the year. So I did, I, I did uh, attend right after the military and uh, I got my paramedic license, but um, I kind of chose to pursue, per, pursue um, different, different professional values. avenues. Right. Okay. Okay. That's great. Um, well, well, knowing, knowing you personally, I know you went through some struggles when you started to transition to full-time student in your life. And I wanted to know what I wanted to know is what helped you find that point where you were starting to adjust to the changes in your life instead of looking backwards at, you know, I know how some people, when they make that big jump, they, they miss the money, the finances initially from that good paying job. And that, 
that could be scary for some. So what what kept you motivated moving forward with with uh, choosing a new avenue to take? I'll be honest, I did not, after leaving my previous job and the stress and the uh, the lack of gratification and the lack of uh, appreciation from upper management, I and I did that for a while. I did not want to go back to that. I knew, I knew there was something better for me. I knew that okay. I was better than what I was doing. And that doesn't mean I'm not saying anything about anybody because everybody, you know, everybody chooses to do what they do and they feel happy doing what they're, what they're doing. I'm sure if not, you know, but if you don't, you, you know, I knew that I could do better than what I was doing. I wanted to challenge myself. Um, I knew that uh, it would benefit my child. You know, I knew that getting an education and getting a Monday through Friday and, you know, just educate myself was something yeah. that I wanted to do. So to just, uh, kind of come full circle spiritually and self-gratification. I was doing it for my child. I knew that if I committed to this this goal, that it would pay off. And it's been two and a half years, and um, I've been going nonstop. But I just I, – you have to have faith, and you have to know – you have to be sure in your mind and, you know, be sure – have that talk with yourself that this is – I'm going to commit to this, and it may – not be what I expect it to be, or may not be what I want to be, or may not be comfortable for a little while. Yeah. But in the end, it's going to pay off uh, dividends and compared to what I would have been doing if I would have stayed at my previous job. Okay. Okay. That actually, that actually leads right into the, my next question is what was the hardest part about that transition family wise? And when you look at it now compared to how you looked at it, how you were going through it at the moment uh, when you initiated that process, that transition, what's the differences between your, your relationship with your, your daughter that you mentioned uh, your daughter then and your daughter now, as far as your, your time with her that you get to expend, not having uh, to commit 60 to 70 hours a week at a, at your job. What's, what's helped and what was the hardest part about that initially? Uh, There wasn't, the only thing that was hard, and I wouldn't even say hard, uh, was just um, well, yeah, difficult. The 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 funds, like what I was used to, my salary, what I was used to making. But I, I found a made, I found a way to make it work. Uh, it actually was a, it actually was beneficial because I had more free time, and I still work now, but I'm not uh, committed to. Um, well, I have a part time job. You know what I mean. I'm a, I need something that's flexible. I, I enjoy where yeah. I work. My my superiors treat me fa- they treat me fantastic, but they understand that uh, this is just a stepping stone. I'll stay there for a couple of years until I get my degree, so they're flexible with me. But one of the things that I was adamant about, and and I put on the top of my list, is that I have to have time to see my child. So at my previous okay. job, it doesn't it didn't matter in the level that I was the level of uh, the position that I held. I mean, work comes first. You're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, sometimes you got to come in and do this or fix that or, you know. So it actually was beneficial. Uh, I, I, I was allowed more time to spend with my child. And that's what honestly what made it worth it. Like that's kind of what totally uh, kind of tipped the scales and made me commit to uh, academia and, you know, just pursuing my education. Uh, knowing that I could have this, you know, that I, I could do something that where I didn't have to work all these crazy hours. I didn't have to bend over backwards. I didn't have to, you know, work 12, 13, 14 hours a day. 
Um, because I want to spend time. I want to be part of my child's life, especially, you know, in their younger years, you kind of need to. So that's kind of what tipped the scales. And um, there was, it wasn't really, there wasn't a difficult transition. Let's just put it that way. It was pretty smooth. I, I, it was beneficial. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Well, what, um, what type of motivation did you get from your daughter that when you were going through maybe uh, when you first, you know, hitting those rough patches when the financial, uh, when the finances weren't the same coming in as normal um, and transitioning, what, what was the motivation in the beginning that kept you going in your decision-making when you, you know, I know some people hit that moment where they just say, Hey, maybe this isn't right. Or maybe this is, I can't take this right now. What kept you going like um, to continue your education and, and all those things. It, it was do or die and now or never. That was it. I, I didn't really, I mean, I'm 40 years old. I didn't have any, <laughs> I, I don't have time to play around. You know, that's what the motivation was. Like I had to do this for my daughter. I have to get my degree before she gets of age and she starts demanding <laughs> money from me. It, that was it. I mean, I was at the point to where I had felt like I had wasted a, a lot of time, too much time with my previous employer and hadn't really got anything out of it. And um, that's just me personally speaking. So I was like, this is it. It's do or die. I need to commit. I can do this. I know I can do it. There's no doubt in my mind. I just have okay. to um, um, go all in on this, on, this, on this goal, on this task. And that's what I did. But my okay. daughter was, I mean, my daughter's always there. Like, that's who I think about when I am, okay. you know, like uh, struggling or, you know, any, any, I'm, she's always my, my motivation. I'm doing this for her as well as myself. Okay. Okay. Well, um, the, the, the last question I wanted to ask was if, and, and I ask a lot of my uh, people when I'm doing consultations is what is one thing in your life now that wouldn't change if things went wrong or things went right? What is one constant that's always going to be that one thing in your life that's going to keep you remembering why you started this uh, task to complete your education and go on further. And I know you've mentioned your daughter a few times, so I can only imagine that it would be her, but I wanted to ask that question uh, to get your answer on that. I mean, it's going to be my daughter. My daughter is uh, one of the reasons that I I want to better myself. And And it may not be education for everybody. It could be a different job. It could be a Monday through Friday job. It could be, Whatever you feel, and, and, and money's not always the case, but yeah, she is, she is the thing that the constant, whether things are going good or bad, you know, I'm always um, thinking about her and what's best for her. Um, and what's best for her is obviously what's best for me, you know what I mean? Because if I'm doing what I need to do to better myself, to be a better father, a better provider, a better person for her. Um, and for myself, then that's going to be my leading motivation, but my family okay. too. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm kind of competing with my sisters. I'm the oldest one by by several <laughs> years, and I have one a sister that has her master's, and I have a sister that has her bachelor's, and she's in her twenties. So I mean, and it's just the way I'm I'm built, the way I'm designed. Like I have a lot of faith, I have a lot of hope, and I put a lot of uh, stock in myself. Um, not to sound cocky, but you have to you have to believe in yourself 
um, to be able to make it through uh, life, you know, yeah. and um, that's kind of crucial to um, being successful. It's just in- investing in your, you have to invest in yourself. This is what I, this is an investment in myself, you know, so. Okay. Well, well, hey, Rick, I, w- I want to thank you and, and also the, uh, my listeners for, for taking the time. But I really want to thank you, Rick, for just so everyone knows full circle that Rick was uh, I used to work for him and uh, he gave me a lot of great opportunities that others weren't willing to. And he took a chance on me and he's been a part of my transitioning into um, the motivational field. And he's always been uh, a great um, mentor for me. And so I wanted to thank you for all you've done for me, all you continue to do and the support you've always shown. And uh, I wanted to give you um, a second to speak freely on anything you think someone may learn from that can learn from what you went through or learn from taking a chance and going after their dreams. Um, Who's yours? I would say, um, listen, guys, uh, listeners, if you have a gut feeling, if you know you're not, if you know you don't belong uh, at a certain place, at a certain job, if you're, um, you know, if you, you know, you know when you need to leave a place, you know when you need to do better, you know when you need to better yourself, you know you have that, 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 um, that voice inside your head telling you, man, I, I you have to leave, I got to go, I got to do something, I got to, for whatever reason don't be afraid. And then that's another thing is fear, fear of the unknown, fear of failing, fear. You, you know, you, you settle for less and you become complacent. And I know a lot of really great people that have fallen into, uh, into complacement and they, they kind of stay where they're at and they become stagnant and then they regret it before, you know, as, as time passes and things, you know, it kind of, it, it's uh, it's too late, you know, but it, it should never be too late. Don't be afraid. Do what you got to do act just act on it act on your dreams well well i couldn't say it better myself and um rick was one of the people who i came up with one of my most favorite lines was and that was uh because of him taking these chances led me to take a chance on my life and write about you have to be willing to set goals that force you to change who you are to become who you should be and rick is a great example of that there's a lot of people out there who are success warriors who have different stories, and I hope to find them and highlight that because it's important this day and age. But I want to thank my listeners again. I want to thank everybody for joining me here on our Anchor. Um, this is King Inspires with Inspire Greatness with King. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. Everybody have a great night. Thank you.